Hi everyone, welcome back to That's Business ba Batches. <laughs> That's Business Batches. With me, Chloe from the Strive Society and TLC. And I'm joined with the absolutely diabolical Nathan from Nathan Life. Ah, so you're going to say absolutely fabulous. Oh, no, honey, don't. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Today, we are doing, I think, a very long overdue episode. Yes. Which is going to be all about what happened to Lash Clouds. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm nervous. It's weird because, like, it's not even like it's not a big thing, but like, but I don't know. We just don't. I just said that it's like once something's happened, I don't look back on it. Like, yeah. I never look back on anything. So, we're just gonna talk as way through what happened with Lash Clouds. Chloe's yeah. gonna. She was massively involved in Lash Clouds um and yeah it's, it's going to be like it's not just for the people listening it's actually for me for you like i think it's a bit of therapy for us because we've not really like we say it's not a big deal but it is it is like it happened in the way that we didn't think it was going to and not necessarily for all the right reasons so yeah. it is a big deal to a certain extent and i think like we just never should have got naomi on here um it's just it's always been a bit of like I guess a bit of an elephant in the room and it's such a huge platform that I know that people do wonder and I think it just kind of all happened and then we just didn't never spoke about it again really like it was never a thing whilst we're doing it I am actually practicing fans with lash clouds products <laughs> I feel like these are vintage should I have like saved these and sold them on eBay <laughs> I haven't. I don't even have any left. Oh my god! What I do is once I use it all, I'll send you the packaging. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're going to do it in stages, and we're going to talk about each stage of Lash Clouds and like how it grew and what it grew into. And I don't know why I'm so nervous. Yeah, I think maybe for people who might not know what Lash Clouds is, it was yeah an account what I set up and it turned into like a company um and then i just sort of abandoned it <laughs> <laughs> you did so we're gonna talk about it um but yeah actually i was a bit nervous but now i'm all right now i'm chilled you're, you're fine and now i'm nervous yeah it's gone to you yeah well but, i don't know let's just let's just yeah. let's just talk let's about it. it i'm just filming the podcast with nice so, oh nice said hi why did you say okay? <laughs> it, I could no. tell. I did, um... I did not mean it like that. I didn't mean okay. I meant hello, Betsy. How are you? <laughs> it's all right. I could tell you sounded a bit um, flustered. I'm not having a good day today. I was sick earlier and I told Nathan he started laughing. <laughs> He's like absolutely pissing himself laughing. I'm sorry that you smashed your finger with a hammer, but I did actually throw up. And then I said, Nathan, I've just thrown up and he just burst out laughing. No, you told me that you'd thrown up and you said it because your body were exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite funny. My body is exhausted. My body can't take it anymore. Right. So the first part is really you saying about 
how why you started Lash Clouds, what it was originally, like how big it grew and everything, I guess. Right, so it was locked down 2020 in June, July, I think. Well, it, mm -hmm. might, it might have been a bit sooner, actually. But it was like just before the summer. And at that point, I can't remember if I'd started like my TikTok or anything. Um, I might have just started it, but I don't think it had grown to anything like big or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember I was in Naomi's apartment, her old apartment, and I was laid down and I just had this idea. And honestly, you know, like when you see like on like programs and stuff like that light bulb moment, like yeah. in, it was like that. And I was like, it just all came to me. And I was like, I'm going to create a page where I'm going to feature other lash artists and it's going to be like a community kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember I literally created the page there and then. And I put it on my Instagram and I was like, I don't know why I've called it Lash Clouds. I think because my friend, Matt, he had like um, his own like little clothing business and it had like the word cloud in it. And I, I just like I, it. Yeah, I really liked it. And I was like, I'll just call it Lash Clouds. Well, I really like the cloud emoji. Yeah, I do as well. So. Um, it was kind of random. Like I literally did it all in like five minutes. No joke. I even created like the first like logo and everything. I did it all on Canva and I did it in five minutes. Oh my god! Well, like I knew it was so weird. It was like I knew exactly what I wanted and what. Yeah. So I created it and I put it on my Instagram and I was like, "Oh, guys, I've created this page for like a little community kind of thing." Um, and I said like, "Please go and follow it." And then I think I had like thirty followers. And I just kept posting. Like I just posted like other people's work. Yeah. And I think I think I started it because when I started that page, I was actually a full time lash technician as well. Mm -hmm. But I think I started it because I was so sick of seeing my own work on Instagram. I wanted somewhere to go, like for instance, see other people's, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to find new lash artists who I'd not seen or heard of. So then I'd say like, "Oh, tag me in your post so I can see like your work and." I, maybe i'll repost him yeah um and within like a few weeks i think i'd, I'd grown it to like maybe two or three hundred followers and honestly i never expected it to like be like a massive thing or anything like it was just fun yeah. and you know it was like lockdown i'd not even started my full-on brand yet like yeah i don't think you'd started like a proper products and because I, yeah. I got books i think in october or november and this were like late summer of that year so it was like a few months before i'd even got my own products mm. um so i really like and we're in lockdown i had so much time so i've just hammered it and i was so consistent with it and then um i remember we went to greece and i i think that were like in october-ish or something like that or maybe september i can't remember but um i remember like I posted like a few pictures or videos or whatever and they started like going viral like on Lash Clouds and that's when like the following started so like I was consistent for like two or three months yeah I'd probably grown to maybe like a thousand and then like all the posts started going like crazy and it was and like I think like Lash Clouds was one of the first pages to go viral like in the lash industry as well yeah definitely and um I just remember being in Greece and I was showing Naomi and I was like, 
oh my god like look how many likes it's got i'd never had like any likes or followers or yeah. like anything i didn't really like know anything different but like that's lash cards were like the first thing what started everything off yeah um and i remember coming back from greece i think i, I came back and i had like five thousand followers then so i literally oh grown like a few thousand just in a week um and i just stayed consistent like for months and months and months and then it was like 10,000 20,000 40,000 50,000 it kind um, of all like blurred into one like once you hit like that like first yeah. like 10k then after that like before long it was 20k and then before long it do you know what i mean it was like yeah it really spiraled like there was never a point where it was like now you're stuck at like 15,000 for like three months it was very much like every week it would be like a thousand two thousand three thousand followers oh yeah like I, I remember looking at insights and it was like it'd say you've grown three thousand followers this week or like 900 followers this week like yeah the growth were massive and like before i knew it i literally had thousands of lash artists tagging me every single day like messaging me that their message requests used to give me so much anxiety because i'd i'd like clear 10 and it'd say like right you've got 80 now instead of 90 and then yeah. refresh it and it'd be like 99 plus plus and it will like that every single day all day yeah um, i agree so yeah that's sort of like how i started it and then i wrote like an ebook like how i grew um is it zero to twenty thousand in six months or something yeah like zero to 20k or 30, yeah. i can't remember how many k but some sort of k yeah i wrote like an ebook all about it and sold it that made me a lot of money as well mm -hmm. uh, but i literally just told people what i did like i didn't hide anything like um, no, because you didn't need to because at the time it wasn't like a profitable business it was just like a nice a nice space i guess and that would be that were why i wrote the ebook because i didn't even have products at that time so it were like i was already writing ebooks because i needed money in lockdown so yeah you know i just thought i've done this thing it's i think it's quite cool so yeah. why not write an ebook about it and make money from it yeah um so yeah and then then it gets to like when did it actually turn into a business do you think we're at 2021 it was 2021 uh sure i can have a look actually um um you give me a couple of minutes like it literally just all feels like a blur to me and like it's so weird to like even talk about it again because like it's not a thing anymore for me so it's like it's so weird like looking back because i remember like how i felt about it and stuff you were so like passionate about it yeah uh, like when it was just like what it was meant to be like you were so i really happy. were like if, if i'm enjoying doing something then i, I will literally give it 100 percent yeah and you know that you know that with my products like if there's one thing one tiny thing what i don't like about my products you know i won't release it i agree like uh, like a million percent so it was um uh july july 2021 
Right, so probably like a year after growing it, that's when I, well, I didn't really decide. It was sort of like, what, what do we do now? Like, I think, I don't know, it's, it's actually really weird to speak about. I think it just seemed like the normal thing to do would be to make it into a business. Yeah. Um, I think it was just like, you know, how much more is this page going to grow? Like, you know, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. We've got to like do something with this. Like, I think it was just, it seemed like the right thing to do to just turn it into some sort of business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but around that time, um, when we decided that it was going to be a business, that's when me and Naomi actually like invested into it. Yeah, so how much did you invest into it? Wasn't it like five grand? I think it was five or six thousand. Yeah. So like two or three thousand each. I think it might have been like five thousand for like the lashes and then obviously like we had to pay for the website, graphics, um yeah. packaging, shipping, like all lots and lots of fees. So it might have been even more actually. Um and obviously the lashes were like that cardboard box they were more expensive yeah i was just like yeah let's just hammer it because by that point i'd like i'd done all right for my ebooks and stuff and i, I started nathan lashes and like i had like an actual income and that's when i was thinking like do i even need to do lashes anymore yeah but i do i remember feeling like when lash cards were turning into like a business they were like I didn't start it for that though. I think you knew that it wasn't the right thing from the start. Yeah. Because I, I didn't really know any different because like I don't it's so it's so strange because like now I'm I'm like such a different person now. Yeah. Like, one year later, like can you believe that? That's just like a year ago. I feel like it's been like 10 years. It feels like a completely different lifetime ago. Like it really does. Like, but the thing is, I remember like I've been friends with you I've worked with you like I've been around you when you've had new launches and like you just I don't I think you were forcing yourself to be excited because you thought that it was the right thing to do yeah but I don't think that you were actually like excited about it mm. and I just didn't really know like it's such a weird thing, like, because I had such a good opportunity, how do you say no to it? Yeah. But I, I, I do think you're right. I think I did know deep down that that's not what I wanted to do with that page. And, like, once you add all that money onto it and, like, it becomes, like, a full-on company, the pressure of it, all that fun, that, like, that fun feeling I had about, like, oh, just go on and post and, like, I don't know, I just, it just all, like, went away. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, like we'd, we'd invested some money into it and within like a year it was like a an actual company. Um and it just weren't it weren't what I ever wanted for it. No. Like I'm not someone who just thinks like, oh yeah, like I'll just do anything what makes me money. Like I could do so many things what could make me so much more money than what I'm doing now, but I don't want to. And that's that's I think what it boils down to is you're not money hungry you're like you're success hungry but in like the right way and i think lash clouds was just not the the way to do it 
No, not at all. Um, but yeah, we've got the website, we've got the products, and I literally never promoted once. I never like, and I also I felt a bit weird because it were like Nathan Lashes was such a new thing at the same time. Yeah, you know, products for that, and it were like, you know, do I promote on Nathan Lashes about lash clouds? But then it were weird because I never really showed my personality on lash clouds like lash I do. Clouds. Nathan Lashes. Yeah, because Nathan, because Lash Clouds wasn't about you. Like Nathan Lashes is literally your name. Like Nathan Lashes is all about you. But Lash Clouds was that's never what it was about. Lash Clouds were about everyone else other than me. Yeah. Um, like it was just a hobby. But like, obviously, we know that people buy from people. I'm yeah. all over my Instagram, but with Lash Clouds, I I used to post like some of my work, but I never used to go on and. Yeah, but you didn't need to because it was never to lash clouds was never to sell, so you never needed to show your personality. Yeah, that's right, actually. Um, so yeah, when the products like launched and everything, it just it didn't take off. Um, I don't think I sold products for like a few weeks, like maybe two weeks. Yeah, I remember feeling like disheartened about it. But then at the same time, I think about it now, and it's like, I think I knew as well that that weren't going to do well. Yeah. It's weird, though, like, because I don't mean it like, I don't know. It's like I subconsciously knew. I think the thing is, you are not silly when it comes to business, or at least not now. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I think from my point of view, the followers that you you had liked your page because it wasn't a sales page like these people liked lash clouds because it wasn't sales they were never going to be sold anything so it was genuinely just like a lovely community that grew because they could just go there know that they weren't going to get bombarded with discount codes and dms and buy this and shop here and blah 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 it was just a safe space for everybody and i think when it then became about sales everybody was just like this is not why i'm here yeah and i don't i can't i can't blame people for that because i would no. feel exactly the same way like you, imagine, you felt the same way yeah you felt that way. but you imagine you follow like a page uh, some sort of hobby and then all of a sudden like it's something completely different it's an it's a brand and it's like i don't know because i'm not all about sell 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 on nathan lashes but like i know how to sell my products yeah but like we said, I never intended for it to be that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I kept at it. And to be honest, as the months went on, like, I was doing lashes. I had my own brand, what we're, like, doing all right. So it, it weren't like I were relying on lash clouds to survive. Do you know what I mean? It was just... Yeah. But it, there were pressure there just because we did invest so much money into it. And it were like, how do I sell these products? Like, this audience doesn't even know me. But I also think you and Naomi are both so well-known within the industry. I think it was a pride thing as well. Like, I think for, for part of it, you were like, I don't want this to fail because people do know who I am. Maybe not on Nathan Lash, on Lash Cards, but they do on Nathan Lashes and the same with Naomi. And I think it was a bit of, like, not embarrassment, but I guess a little bit, like, I don't, not embarrassment, but a little bit embarrassment, if that makes sense, that, like... yeah. 
we've launched something together and it hasn't worked the way that we thought it would. And I think the instant thing to do when that happens is to be embarrassed. But I think if you think about it, everything what me and Naomi have launched, what's been successful is something what we have gone on and introduced ourselves and shown like our personality and connected with our audience. Yeah. Neither of us did that with Lash Clouds. Not once. I never no. did. Um, you know, people would message me on Lash Clouds. I would, I'd never say like, oh, I'm Nathan, blah, blah. I just, it would just be like, it was like a faceless company. It was totally. It was the epitome of a faceless company. Yeah, it were. Um, yeah, so then I think, where are we then? So that's like 2021. Then at the start of this year, um, you know, I just, we, me and Emma spoke and I said, by that point, I was stopping posting. I just weren't. Well, yeah, because I stopped working with it at that point because yeah. it just wasn't making enough money. Yeah, and it were like, I just sort of given up on it. I'd got my office at the time and I got all the stock in there. Mm. Um, and like, I mean, like it didn't, it's not like it didn't sell any products or didn't make any money. It made like a bit of money each month. Well, that's the thing. The thing is, once people ordered from you, the products were brilliant and people did. Like, I remember we yeah. had some really like loyal customers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I forgot about that, actually, the, the, but there were quite a few. Yeah. People um order. order like a couple of times a month yeah definitely so like it was sort of getting there but i think that's when i realized like i'd rather you can't well i don't know about anybody else but me personally i cannot give 100 percent to something else when i'm already giving 100 percent to another thing no i agree it's like how many companies can you give 100 percent to how many companies can you have yeah like I don't know and you know our i had my own thing and like that we're really doing well by that point yeah. um so yeah it gets to 2022 um or maybe end of last year and we'd sort of decided that i would put all the um, products on my website under like a lash cloud section mm -hmm. and sell them there just because i'd already got like an audience um customers and we could just put them on a discount rate and that they'd sell yeah um and we put like a thing on as well so that we'd donate i can't remember what percent it might have been 10 percent of the maybe 10 percent. i thought 10 percent. yeah we'd donate 10 percent to that charity rosa which um like a female empowerment charity yeah um, and yeah i sort of like rebranded it then because then i i took down the lash cards website I'd paid and had like a page on my website for Lash Clouds. Um, you know, I gave it like another push and then like I sold a lot of stock then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like after a few months, there were no more lashes left. We sold them all. And I'd say like in the end, probably did make profit on it or at least my money back. But it shouldn't have been that hard. No, it shouldn't have but um yeah i think once i'd sort of like um i don't know how to explain it took control of it and put it on my website and like that's when i was like right on nathan lashes guys these are lash cars lashes um 
the blah, blah blah and you know I, then i'd start to sell them um but yeah and once you decided that it wasn't going to be a company anymore then what happened to the page i just stopped because i think i can say now that i know it were like i started it and it were a fun thing then it turned into something what i didn't really want it to be yeah um but i'm not blaming that on anybody else like i were part of that so when i say it's it's not something what i wanted it sounds like i was being forced to do it absolutely not like no, yeah i run it just as much as anyone else were um and then you know everything like sort of dissolved sold the stock deleted the website and i just never went back <laughs> <laughs> i think like the bottom line is we all just saw what we thought was a brilliant opportunity and ran with it mm. and if you don't try you never know like we could be kicking ourselves now thinking fuck's sake like what if we hadn't have, like you know if we'd never have done it we wouldn't have known whether it would have been a success or not and actually on paper when you look at it as an outsider and you know you don't have say business experience or anything like that you do think you'd be silly not to try it yeah and that, that's the thing like even if like say i lost all my money from lash clouds i probably still wouldn't regret doing it because i learned so much what yeah. i didn't realize at the time because i just thought it was such a shitty situation but i actually did learn so much from building that company up and yeah then, i agree like it it just taught me so much you know like i can't i can't even explain and i think that's why i felt a bit weird about looking back on it because like i've, I've changed so much since then I have. and i know that if i did do it all over again it'd be completely different but i think i learned that i need to like trust myself and like if you, you just know, need to like the thing is with you is like we've said a million and one times before you don't do anything unless you're 100 percent. and i think this is exactly why yeah i think that taught me that like proved it to me like that's why you don't do something unless you're 100 percent. i um, agree but yeah we sold all the products and i just never really went back and then i think in july this year we were looking at the day when i last posted and I was like, I had like two days where I was like, no, I'm going to make it fun again. Um, and then I just give up. And then you just gave up again. But I think you've almost got PTSD from it. Yeah, maybe. Um, and like, I love my own page. Like, I love my customers and like, things are growing for me. So it's like, I started Lash Clouds when I, I had nothing. Like, I literally had nothing. Yeah. So not only did i do it for like the wrong reason like when i made it into a company and stuff but i'm also in a much different position now. yeah like chloe this room this room did not exist when i had lash clouds so like now if i were to do it again it's like it'd have to fit around all this and i'm just not prepared to do that and that's why you're doing it <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i'm running it but it's no longer a business it's just back to being like yeah expo page and just like why people loved it in the first place and actually it's how long have i been doing it for like a week or so and it yeah. has already like we've already got like a reel that's got like over 100k views like you know people are resharing it again so it's it is it has very quickly gone back to like what it was truly meant to be about but i think that's just the way it's got to stay now yeah i think one thing what i'm trying to work on and you know this because we've spoke about it is that i've got a thing for starting something up 
proving to myself that it can turn into something massive and then just completely abandoning it. And you just, that, yeah, that, you have to prove yourself. Yeah, and that did sort of happen with Lash Clouds as well. Like, it did. I think you get such a bee in your bonnet about just wanting to prove that you can do something. And then it's like, instead of going, okay, I've done it now, what's next? You're like, okay, I've done it now, period, bye. Yeah, like, I'm out. Like, I'll just. But I never did that way with Nathan Lashes, but maybe because Nathan Lashes pays my bills. <laughs> yeah. Nathan Lashes is your forever business. Like, that is like, you know, that will always stand in whatever concept it, it will always be around you know what I mean in some way and I just think like with Lash Clouds it started as an inspiration page so the only way to make money out of it was to build try and build a brand and it just well it was a brand already but just a profitable business but also I think now there's so many different ways that you can like have a lash business that don't just have to be about products yeah and i think like this time last year because the lash industry has grown at such a rapid rate like this time last year really the only thing to do after being a lash tech was to have products yeah but now there's there's so many different things you know there's there's events there's training there's mentoring there's products there's memberships there's like there's so many things that you can do in the lash industry that literally this time last year just didn't exist so i think had you looked at it this year with, okay, how can we make Lash Clouds profitable with everything you know, having had a business for, you know, an extra year and how the industry has grown, you probably, you know, wouldn't have said products as a first port. Just like with what I know about websites, like e-commerce, products, packaging, suppliers, yeah, like how much things cost, how much things cost to maintain, like I knew nothing about any of that. I paid a guy to run my website and it was like, he was charged like 40, 50 pound an hour. Now I, I didn't pay anyone. He was not a good website person. No, and like, I just, I didn't know like anything. Um, no. I didn't know some stuff, but like, I knew more about like how to grow followers. And just because like a page has got a lot of followers does not mean that it's going to become like a profitable business no never what you've got to remember with followers is they're very fickle like a lot of people think once you've got a follower they should stay forever but followers you know they might have followed you when they were coming out of a relationship and they might be a new person or they might follow you by accident or your content might you know there's no reason for them to stay and there's certainly no reason for them to buy from you so and i was having this conversation the other day with one of the girls that i coach and i was saying people don't just follow you to buy like what you've got to remember is a lot of people follow you because they want to copy you because they want to try and see what you're doing and be nosy so that they can mimic it in their own business some people want what you have some people are jealous some people are haters like some people will just never be there to to buy from you and i think at the time when lash clouds was what it was originally people were buying what you were selling which was the community people were buying into that yeah if there were like a price on that, I would have made a, a lot of money. A lot. You would have been a millionaire from that. But like I actually, like I said, we never, we never wanted it. To, I never wanted it to be that. Well, didn't you do paid ads on Lash Clouds for a little while? I did like, maybe I did that um, after like the products, or it might have been just before. I think it was just before the products like came. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Sure. I did a few. But they actually made quite a bit of money from them because I used to charge like 
my engagement were really high then the thing is when you did that people actually did see results as well like yeah oh no they did definitely like i think i remember charging someone like 75 pound or something like that just for mm -hmm. me to repost their picture and like that same person once they'd done it had seen that much results they did it like two or three times more yeah so like but then again it was like i did like 10 or 20 of them made like i don't know i don't know how much money i made but and then it was like right <laughs> i could do that but you know i've proved it to myself yeah i proved i can do it bye deleted everything and i'm like no i don't want to do that so it's it's constantly me like just trying to find what i actually want to put 100 percent into yeah and i think you found that with nathan lashes is that that that's what you love like creating new products innovative products mr innovative product of the year um <laughs> <laughs> like you know you've really found what you want and flash clouds isn't it yeah it's what it comes down to you know who knows in the future like i i might be looking back at this in a year's time i think well you know now i'm doing this this and this like i'm always trying to see what works best for me i'm always trying to learn and just you know it's never it's never really been about money like i just want to do things what i want to do and if it makes me money then, then that's it you know what i mean like i do um i think it's just also in like to put it even more simply you and naomi both had your own product lines yeah naomi had school of lash you had nathan lashes like you do all of that day to day anyway so there wasn't even really a need for either of you two to have a product line do you know if, if i could go back and do it all again i'd do it all again but i'd make it merch that's what i'd do have we just come up with another business idea <laughs> <laughs> lash uh lash sayings like lash memes on jumpers phone cases stuff like that yeah but you know i just didn't know what i know now and like i don't know that's a shame but also like i'm so glad for what i know now i agree um and yeah i'm just focusing on what makes me happy and i think that's what you've got to do um yeah i think like in business you've just you've you've just got to do what makes you happy and i think you are happy now i am i really am you know like and that's not to say like my business isn't stressful and like god amount of time to think every week i don't want this business anymore like it's so stressful oh my god same like well who done you know every business like that i feel like that most days like most days i'm like goodbye don't want this don't speak to me like leave me alone i just can't cope anymore the amount of times we message each other and are like no i don't want it anymore like I just want to go back to an easy life but like it's definitely worth it mm. and i i think as well what i always tell myself now what i didn't know this time last year or two years ago like something bad can happen in your business what might lose your money like what makes you unhappy but like in weeks months years to come you might look back and think i'm so glad that happened i agree i learned that from lockdown yeah at the start of lockdown i had no money i had like nothing 
and I'd lost all my independence and that were like the lowest time ever. But now like that, ma now I look back at that and it's like, that was a stepping stone for me to get my business where it is now. So like you just, you just have to think like, you know, it's not over if something fails or like, you know, you've set up a business and it's not taking off. But that's like, okay. Yeah, like, even if you decide, right, this isn't for me, I'm going to close it down. Like, you don't know, like, in months to come, you might think, I'm glad I did that because then it led me to do something else. Yeah, and I think, had you not closed Lash Clouds down, I don't know if you would have been so focused on Nathan Lashes because if yeah. you'd have carried on pushing with Lash Clouds, you would have had to put more and more into Lash Clouds to make that, like, sell and a success and then you wouldn't have had so much time to put in naked lashes and then you might not have lash of or do you know what i mean these things that you brought out or like the fantastic mannequin heads that you've got and things like that like you probably wouldn't have that because you wouldn't have had the time to think about these extra products that you want under Nathan lashes because you would have been too concerned with where lash clouds are going because i remember at one point like we were going to have different colored tweezers and we were going to have tweezers to match the boxes and there was going to be you know lash clouds was at one point going to be a whole brand yeah definitely um like i had everything designed for website for it to be a full-on company yeah um but you can only spread yourself so much like and i think if you look at it like on the outside you're like right you've got a platform with all these followers like you know you know how to sell products why can't you just do it but you just can't you can't give like that much when you're already giving to something else you can't give that much to anything let alone to something that is not bringing you joy and i think with lash clouds because lash clouds wasn't profitable before and you were happy doing it so it's not that it wasn't making money because it wasn't making money for a year prior and you were still doing it multiple times a day posting and promoting and everything because that is that actually did make you happy i just think what it comes down to is you can make money you can make no money but you you will never be focused on anything unless you're 100 percent happy yeah and like if you've got that passion for it then that's the only thing what can give you that possibility of starting a successful business i agree and i think you that would be in touch with like the best people like i don't know you could have someone invest in it you could have like such knowledgeable people around you but if you've not got that that passion for that business it's just not going to work yeah it might even work at the start but it won't like it won't be a massive thing like you think no. it should be like it needs to come from you it needs to come from you and it needs to come like from the heart and like what you actually enjoy and i think that's like that being said with any business like just because you've got some like i was speaking to somebody else the other day who's bringing out a product line and they had already tried it once i won't obviously name names and it didn't work because i and i think it was a similar situation where they had a following and they thought well the next thing to do would be to have a product line but they they didn't do the research and now they're bringing out a product line again and they're so passionate about it and so happy and they've got like the best quality products that they can get and everything and you know they're glad that it didn't work the first time because otherwise it wouldn't have led them to where they are like now and bringing out a product line now but I think it's a mistake that a lot of people make where they get they, they get so far and then they get complacent and then they think, right, I've got followers. So with that means customers. Yeah, and but like, it's true, is it? Followers will never, ever mean customers because 
if that was the case, I'd have 1,333 clients and you'd have 60 odd thousand customers. And if that were the case, then bloody hell, we'd both be millionaires. <laughs> but like, it's just not like I, I have, you know, over a thousand followers and I have seven long term clients and three girls that I coach. So it's only a very small percentage of the people that actually follow me that actually buy into what I do. But that's all I need to make a good income. Exactly. That's the exact same with me. So you might have, say, 100 loyal customers a month. But if you look at the 60 or 1,000 people that are following you, that's like 99.9% .9 of people that follow you don't buy from you and probably yeah. never will. Yeah. I follow a bunch of brands, people who I've never bought from. No, I never will. Yeah. And it's like, let me use Stephen Bartlett as an example, for example. Example, for example. <laughs> I love him, love his podcast, listen to him all the time, think he's genius, really intelligent, really great man. He brought out a diary the other day. You would think with how much I rave about him and, you know, how obsessed I am with him and his podcast, I'd be the first person to buy it. I'm not buying it. Yeah. Because I I have the same diary that I use every year in business and it suits me fine and I don't I don't want it. Doesn't mean I don't love what he does and you know support him and think he's amazing or whatever because I do. I just don't want it. And yep. you've got to sometimes with with your followers, you've got to look at it and think, if you were in their shoes, like, would you buy from every single person that you follow? No. Mm. I follow ASOS and don't follow Pretty Little Thing. However, when it came to buying clothes for TLC on tour, Pretty Little Thing was the first place I went to, even yeah. though I follow ASOS and I don't follow them. Strange, isn't it? Never it is strange. But, but the, the companies that I buy from, I don't follow any of them on Instagram. No, you don't, do you? But, and that's like, you've just got to bear that in mind. Like, and like that, you I'm know. People tag me like sometimes when like they'll get their order and stuff. And I'll go onto their page and they don't follow me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like, I don't know. I've never really thought about it like that until we've discussed it. But it's, it's interesting, actually. It is really interesting. Like, there's a whole, like, buyer concept thing. Like, and obviously I love stuff like that. So I'll always listen to it. But, like, it is really interesting to see. And, you know, the same with the Lash Club. We've got over 7,000 followers. We haven't got over 7,000 members. Our goal is to get to 1,000 members. Yeah which would then be 10% of our current following. That's only 10%. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's, you know, you've got to not look at followers as customers at all. Yeah, I think I obviously didn't know that, but I, I reckon there's still a lot of people who don't know that. Oh, a million percent. You'll have loads of people listening that will be like, but I have 5,000 followers. Why do I only have one loyal customer? Yeah, yeah. It's. Because I think for starting a brand, you've really got to... You've got to show people like why should they buy from you? This is the thing, right? So I saw um when people become social media managers, the standard post, and you would have seen it, everybody would have seen it. The standard post that everybody does is why you need a social media manager, and it will list because it will give you more free time and blah 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 and this, that, and the other. You should never just be writing a blanket post of why you should need a why you need a social media manager because they could go to anyone it needs to be why you should hire me as your social media manager the same with lash products if you're selling a lash glue it shouldn't just be like why you need to try this 0.5 to one second glue it's why you need to try my brand new 0.5 to one second glue you 
people say your business is about you but actually I disagree it's all about you because it's why people should buy from you and not your competitors and not the people that are in your industry yeah and people forget that like you know I see lash techs all the time and even in TLC they'll be like this is why you should go for classic a classic set no it should be this is how I do my classic sets and this is why you need me to do yours yeah yeah because I do this, I take my time, I've been, you know, I've invested in coaching, I'm part of a membership that teaches me new tricks every day, I miss that, and then it needs to be about you, because that's why people go for you. People buy from people. Exactly, and people will buy from you, like, people always say online, like, oh, I don't want to be a personal brand, you should always be a personal brand, even if you only show yourself once a month, you should always aim to be a personal brand, because that's going to be why people buy from you that's why people know that claire runs the lash house the lash house doesn't have claire's name in it but everybody knows who claire is that's why everybody knows who jamie is from lash base because you know these people are still businesses but they still know who's behind it yeah absolutely and i think that's what people miss and i think that's really one of the main reasons why lash clouds didn't take off as we thought it would because everybody knew lash clouds to be the community page nobody knew lash clouds because it was nathan and naomi yeah absolutely and naomi with you know seven or eight thousand followers on school of lash made quadruple what lash clouds made in a month i know with and lash clouds had eighty thousand followers you know i never knew any of that a year ago no or two years ago i just i don't know maybe we should do like a masterclass on all that because it's quite interesting i actually think it would be a really good idea because i really hate the, like my number one issue that I see is that people think that followers mean reputation and knowledge and you know wealth and sales and it just doesn't like no. I say I've got over a thousand people following me I could never take on a thousand clients like you know the most amount of clients I've had at one time is like eight clients and that was when that was last year when I was in a bad bad way like I'd taken on much more than I can chew but that's you know that's only eight people you don't need many people like to to sustain longevity and good enough sales to you know live a good life on in your business you don't need a lot of followers you need the right type of followers absolutely and you you know lash clouds didn't have the right type of followers because it had followers that weren't interested in sales they were interested in community yeah I feel very passionately about this can you tell? I've learned a lot from this podcast. Have you? <laughs> I'm very knowledgeable, but because I don't have eighty thousand followers, people don't think I am. And yeah. it's, it's that that really annoys me. Is the whole following thing, and I hate when people it's say a big, um, misconception. Actually, isn't it? It's it's. Do you know what? It's really bad. And the number one thing that I get when I have people wanting to work with me is I want ten thousand followers. Do you? Because I tell you what, you won't want ten thousand clients. Yeah. You know, I, I know I know some companies in lash industry what I've got five, six, seven thousand followers and they are making a lot more than some companies I know who've got thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand. Like it really is about the actual company itself, yeah. the people behind it, how to sell. Yeah. Um but you know how to engage how to like get people to want to be a part of your journey i always say that like you've got a when i say so like oh guys i'm creating a new product so i'm changing my packaging which one do you prefer one or two and i'll i'll get people involved and then people will message me like oh i really like this one and like oh when's this coming out if i just put on a picture like my new packaging 
it's coming out in a few weeks i'd get i'd get no response at all but i always try my best to bring people along yeah like what do you prefer because i actually care about what they what their opinion is they're going to be the ones buying it so you want you know you you want them to know that they're important to you and again going back to lash clouds i think that's where the issue was is that all of a sudden it was we've got a brand buy it yeah yeah i never once ever sat down and were like i'm nathan like i own lash clouds and you know i never once did it not like with what i've done with nathan lashes like you know at that page has got my personality all over it and i never once did it with lash clouds but you know, like I, said, I don't, I don't like regret it. Like I don't, I don't think. Oh, I wish I could go back and like do so many different things different because I learned a lot from it. And who knows if all that had not happened, would I still be in this position I'm at now? No. And that's what I said to people. Like you know, when people are disheartened because something didn't work out, it's like, yeah, but in a year's time, you might have done something completely different. What's massive, all because of that shit experience what you had a year ago yeah i totally agree with you i do and actually and it, like, it's a good outlook to have because you just never get like you never feel like no you don't like you can't feel if something didn't quite work it doesn't mean that everything in your life is going to go wrong forever and ever it just means that that one particular thing didn't go quite the way that you wanted take a couple of days out have a bit of a cry and then move on yeah and like you know you need to look you need to sit there and be like and actually talking about lash clouds has made me really learn a lot like i haven't been this passionate about talking about like social media and followers and things like that in a really long time like so even us talking about this has made me realize like well you know i've been having a bad day (laughs) anyway (laughs) so like i think sometimes you need to look back and reflect and be like actually that didn't work and actually be like, okay, but why didn't that work? Like, what went wrong? What have I done differently? And we can both sit here now and say we've both completely changed our outlook on business since Lash Clouds. Oh, 1,000%. I used to think when I worked on Lash Clouds, oh, my God, there's 80,000 followers. I'm going to get all those followers and all those people are going to buy from me and my business is going to have a million followers. You know, I used to think like that as well. And I don't know why I ever thought like that because I should have known that that was never the case. You didn't know like you know we talk about that misconception with followers and like yeah everything looking perfect but like you just didn't we both didn't know any different no i agree and i think like now we're obviously we've said in the last episode we want to turn that's business bitches into you know a business with merch and fun things and we're really excited about that but if you would have told us both last year oh you're going to have an instagram page with 100 followers and a podcast and you're going to we'd have been like no there's no followers there's no customers we're not doing that like we'd have we would have laughed in like our own faces and been like oh that's well embarrassing why would we ever do that yeah but that's the thing you've got to start a business for the right reasons yeah it's not about how things look or how many followers or how much engagement something gets it's about starting it for the right reasons we both love this podcast we love doing it we both love business even though we cry about it all the time <laughs> even though i've definitely <laughs> but isn't it funny that the past two episodes that we filmed we filmed when one of us was having a bad day oh were it, or were it last time or at me it was probably me again <laughs> Just no i think it was you i'm pretty sure it was you actually oh were it I don't know why now that's the thing we have bad days and it was literally last week and we can't remember why we had a bad day but 
Yeah, because I've had like 10 more since then. Because yeah. <laughs> I've cried like about 60 different things. So like, what am I crying about this time? But yeah, like this podcast literally was just because we just wanted to run and hopefully, you know, help somebody else. And, you know, whatever we do, if that's business bitches, will again be like a true reflection of why we started it in the first place, which is to help people like. And I know like if I said to you like, oh, we should do this, I'd like to do this, and you were like, oh, no, I'm not too sure about that, we wouldn't do it. No, we wouldn't do it. We'd have to be 100% happy. And, again, I think maybe that's where Lash Clouds went wrong, is that there were three people in there with, you know, big personalities that all wanted to take it in different ways. And I think it just didn't quite work. Mm, yeah. You're, sorry, your tweezers are so fucking sharp. I've just stabbed myself and made myself bleed. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually bleeding on my thumb. You can't sue me for that. No, I can't because I got them as a freebie. You paid for them. It's not my fault you were being. I didn't even pay for them. I'm just surrounded by like, look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my summer collection. I'm going to bring the pinks back. Will you? Yeah, before the nude. I know you want nude before, but I'm going to do I think it. nude. No, I think, I think nude's going to be like, listen, if I don't get gifted the whole nude collection, then I will never speak to you again. That's fine by me. How are we going to do the podcast then? <laughs> we'll just blink at each other. <laughs> People can just listen to us blinking and sighing for an hour. People are messaging like, I'm listening to it, I can't hear it. Is the sound working? And we're like, you know, we're here. <laughs> oh, why don't we talk about the event? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, it was the best day of my entire life. We, we filmed like a few days before the event actually. We did. Um, it were amazing, weren't it? Oh, it was the best day of my life. It's, but it's made me a bit depressed now. <laughs> Why? Because like... It's because I could just... It was such a good day and it was I was on such a high that I could really see the way I wanted my life to go and I wanted to feel like that every day. And I think it was like an anti-climax coming back to like real life and realising that I don't feel like that every day. But it's made me like... It spurred me on to work on being able to feel like that every day and like me and naomi are like oh all systems go with like tlc now like we just want it to be like this amazing incredible thing which it already is but like more so like we just want it to be the best thing ever but yeah it's been a little bit like oh okay well like my life doesn't feel like that on a day-to-day -day. i have days like that on days where you know my sales are way higher than what they usually are yeah you know next day it's like back to normal and i'm like oh that was short-lived you know that's that's a business isn't it not every day is going to be better than the previous day yeah and you are right i think it's just like but it's all good that it's good because it means that i can make those changes to you know make myself feel like that which is like what i need to do but the event itself was like just absolutely incredible it was so good um we said earlier i said to you earlier didn't I, that you know i wish i could have spoken to everyone but it was literally such an overwhelming day i'd got there at like crack of dawn you'd got there at the crack of dawn i've been there since before you i know what time did you actually get there about quarter past seven i that's i literally woke up at 10 to 7 and I'd, i must have gone to bed at like three because i couldn't sleep um 
like two days before i just i couldn't sleep very well i don't know if it because of the event or like i think it probably was anxiety because also guys don't forget me and nathan don't ever leave the house literally <laughs> um so when i got there i was just like it was like straight away there were like 30 people around me yeah and we had to set everything up like oh my god it was so overwhelming um and then you know we finished and people started to come and it were like there were never really a break were there no there wasn't like there were even though there was like you know a food break and this that, and the other for other people there just like wasn't a break for us yeah it was just such a hectic day but honestly it was so good um there's going to be another one next year yeah we're doing it again literally like a week before we were meant to do it we were like we will never ever do this again like this has been the worst two weeks of our life like me and Naomi we were just so anti ever doing anything again and then literally that day we were like when's the next because we had so many people genuinely saying to us like when is the next one and yeah. you know it was our first ever event and we had people messaging us like i've been to like five events and this is up this is the best one i've ever been to like that's such a huge compliment and it was just like i say like it we've never been so like happy in our like respective businesses or in like tlc or anything that like we just wanted to feel that high forever yeah and i think that's where that sadness comes because it's never going to be like that it's never going to be like that every day but like if i can just know that i'm like me and naomi want to be full-time in the lash club like we want to give it our everything and obviously right now it's not making enough money to be able to pay us divas the money that we would need to live on full time but it will one day and you know that's what we're really pushing towards is just being able to reach as many people and help as many people because oh my god the like feedback we got like it i never i got so many messages like I'd, and i'd hardly put any posts on because i was so busy all day <laughs> but i had so many messages like tens and tens and tens of messages from people saying um oh my god i wish i would have come now when's next one or like people message yeah. oh can you ask naomi and chloe if they're going to do an after party on next year's like so many people said like people didn't oh, want it to end yeah like did were this included were that included like wishing that they would have gone um so it was just such a good day it but couldn't have gone any better i was so exhausted you oh. were exhausted i had to drive four and well i didn't jonathan had to drive four and a half hours home did you fall asleep in car i didn't because i couldn't stop talking about it like the whole time i was in the car i was just talking and then you know i we were tagged in like hundreds literally hundreds lines that were there. <laughs> like tiny little dots like yeah we were tagged in so many and i was just watching them all and you know just i think again with tlc a similar thing happened to tlc that happened with lash clouds with the it started as one thing and then we checked we tried it you know to do a few different things it didn't work and we kind of lost what tlc was all about but tlc was all about helping lash techs bringing them together like making people like have fun know that you know there's people to talk to and you're not alone and you know you don't have to feel alone and everything and just that was exactly what the day was all about so it's really nice to like remember why we you know why tlc started and I feel like the event like tied everything back to like how it started it really did and like you know now we've got people saying maybe we need to do another podcast on like what happened to tlc <laughs> <laughs> but like now we've got people that 
you know, messaging saying like it's the best community I've ever been a part of. Like, feel so supported. Like, you know, somebody DM'd and was like, I, I'm literally crying that the event is over. Like, I'm on my way home crying that the event is over. Like, so so many people were really emotional because they like they'd gone. Some people had gone on their own and met so many friends on the day, and like that's such a big thing. Like, in an industry where like sort of everyone's competing against each other like to actually meet people who are in the same position as you and become friends like it was just a perfect place for it it really was the perfect place and i think it was just like the whole day was perfect not to our own horn but we really did like work out exactly how we wanted it to go and we and you know just like the stall holders like they came up to us saying you know they've made so much money and they've met all of their customers like everything that we wanted it to be it was yeah like and that's what we loved about it was that it was exactly what we wanted it to be it were amazing and i'm so proud of you and naoma thanks we're really proud of ourselves you should be because you know it's not an easy thing to pull off um... no it's not and I, and again i think you know everybody's like you know we were there and everyone was like when's the next one when's the next one and you know it wasn't until we left the event that we even agreed that we were going to do another one because we were going around saying to everyone like i know you're saying when's the next one but do you understand how like we both have full-time businesses right now that require our time and that's what pays our bills like i don't know if I, we've said this anywhere else but we didn't take a single bit of profit from tlc on tour like we actually didn't make any money because absolutely down to the penny in fact we even took a loan out in the last two weeks just because we we knew we would make that money back in ticket sales but ticket sales always come like more in the last two weeks than they do like six months before but like we didn't want to make any money from it we genuinely just wanted to create a lash community where you know i mean where else would you have like 120 lash techs doing the fucking conga and having like a twerk competition and like do you know what i mean like about oh, yeah. emma because she really turned it out oh she was just the best but <laughs> like if you think like i could tell that you know no expense was spared at that event but like you know someone might look at it as like right so you spent all that money on that event and didn't take a penny out of it like as profit but like the day what it was was that good people will always remember you and Naomi for that day. Like, yeah. It was such an amazing day. Brand awareness and the next event. like Exactly. And hopefully we do get to make a profit in the next event. Like, f- fingers crossed that does happen. But I have not sat here once and resented the fact that we didn't make, that's a lie we made, about £100 each on hoodies. <laughs> but, like, apart from that, like, I've, never sat here and thought god i wish i'd made money from that yeah but like imagine say if like you made 10 grand from it and you just took that 10 grand five grand each and then like the event weren't as good as right where like say you didn't get the photo book say you didn't get the sign the balloons like yeah. you know nice food you know oh was, everybody was raving about the food so many things what were like so good yeah you know, people would have had a shit day exactly and no one had ever come to another event what you would host again and i don't want that like i genuinely do want to create because you know i am although i'm trying to fan right now and after this night i'm gonna have to ask for some advice on fanning (laughs) because i'm struggling but like i'm not a lash tech but just to be out for the day and being around like 
you know, 100, 120 people that like all want the same thing, all want to build a business of their dreams and be financially stable and, you know, just be happy in life. Like that was incredible for me to be a part of and just, you know, so motivational. Jonathan is like so far removed from being an Ash Tech. Like he will definitely not be the next male Ash Tech. He's so <laughs> cack handed. He couldn't ever do it. But even he was saying like, fucking hell to be around so like in a room with like over a hundred people that are all out here like trying to achieve their goals and and be happy like that's like priceless you can't put a price on that so I would have much rather gone to that event made it the best event possible because it was like it it couldn't have gone any better like it was amazing you know had all these this feedback made people feel the way that they do and you know have all these realizations myself the made five grand and be done with it yeah yeah because i think it's like sort of i don't know like i said to you and i saw Na- naima come to see me the other day and like she just looked like a different person yeah. like like you're both just like so ready and i don't think you can put a price on that no you can't like you absolutely can't put a price on that and i think that's again what lash clubs was missing it was missing that like want and drive yeah well i had it at the start but then when it were a business you didn't i think this is again i I think we've said this before in like an old podcast like you should never want to start a business for money alone because that will never keep you going like if all you want out of business is to make money it will never be profitable like it will it will never work obviously you know there are financial perks of starting your own business but money will never be the number if it is the number reason then you need to reevaluate like why you've started a business like I do genuinely believe that because I've been around people that have started a business for money alone my mum did it and that's gone that didn't even last a year and that made brilliant money but she went into it knowing it would make her money it did make her a lot of money and then she gave it up because she yeah. wasn't happy same with last clouds yeah yeah if there's no passion there for it then money don't mean shit <laughs> exactly like my mum was uh i hope she doesn't listen to this <laughs> my <laughs> mum was a cad technician so she's in like structure and like structure of houses and buildings and things and she loved it she loved being on site she loved you know being like one of the only women that did it like she was amazing she left that to have a coffee pod the woman doesn't even drink coffee <laughs> i mean she did make a crack in iced coffee but like you know what what the fuck where the fuck did that come from when she was going to have all these different fleet um coffee pods and they were going to be situated all around west sussex and they were going to do weddings and car boots and blah 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 and she had this whole business plan and then less than a year so she started that in march 2020 so literally around the time that i started my business actually huh if you are listening mum i've had a business longer than you Um, (laughs) (laughs) but she started it in march 2020 and i would say by october it was gone really oh no 2021 yeah march 2021 she started it and by october it was gone she'd sold the pod and she you think it's because she didn't have like that she didn't enjoy it she didn't enjoy it like i remember saying to her you're gonna have to be up at five o'clock in the morning to have the pod up for six so that you can get everybody on their you know morning commutes and then the school runs and then you're gonna have to be back for lunchtime and then it's gonna be car boots on the weekend it's gonna be weddings on the weekend you're gonna be booked out and she was booked out she was making 
I mean, it's a very lucrative business to have something like that startup. I think like the pod itself was and like the business startup was about 20k because she got it all made and designed and you know whatever. But after that, I mean, the cheeky shit got made redundant in COVID and got she'd been at the business so long she got a massive redundancy payout so she could put that into the pod yeah you know you think you're making let's say on average i think she's making like eight pound with a coffee and a muffin and or a baguette or something like that she was making like eight pound a time she'd have hundreds of customers a day wow she was doing that five days a week and then on the evening on the sunday um like seven till i want to say like two she was at a car boot she was making thousands upon thousands a week that's insane. And she got rid of it. And she she's managed to sell the business for way more than she set it up for because she sold it as a whole business with all the clients and all the bookings and everything. But yeah, she just hated it because she just didn't enjoy it. She went into it for the wrong reasons. And, you know, it was not about the fact that... I, and I think that what I'm trying to say is with Lash Clouds, whether it's Lash Clouds that was probably not as profitable as you thought it was going to be, or another business that is way more profitable than you could ever imagine, you should never, ever go into a business with just money. in mind because it just will never work 1000% agree I'm glad you do because other people don't and people think I'm crazy and I'm not saying I never want to make money because I want to be a millionaire and I will be a millionaire but I'll be a a millionaire well at least a billionaire or I'll be a billionaire doing something that I love yeah because we both know like you can't I don't know I don't want to say you can't do it without having that love for it but it'll make it so much more difficult and just it probably won't even be worth it it won't you can definitely have a business just for the money like I'm not saying you can't like I say my mum didn't enjoy it and she did it for months but I just don't think there's any kind of business longevity or anything yeah Yeah, there's no longevity in business if it's you've seen sat in a pitch black you are I know um yeah there's just there's nothing and I think the other thing is you've got to bear in mind is with a business you can't be stuck in one place forever like you've got to constantly evolve and bring out new things and move with the times and if you are only doing it for money and you're not doing it with passion you'll never want to sit down and do the research into like what's trending and what new products and sampling products and things like that because your heart's not in it so why would you want to do any of the boring shit Mm. yeah you would never want to do the sitting talking to suppliers and sending invoices and sending money and things like you won't want to do the boring shit that comes with running a business if you're only setting it up for money because why would you Mm. it's just not worth it no it's not worth it um i feel very passionately about this but overall i think you did the right decision with lash clouds yeah I i think i did as well and actually, I'm glad that it happened the way that it did, because like I said, I think the, the three of us have really learned so much about business and like happiness and, you know, things like that, that we wouldn't have learned unless we would have all gone through that together. What's like the happiest thing, like what creates the happiest thing for you in your business? Or one of them? I really enjoy coaching, which is a really weird thing that I never thought I'd say because I've always wanted to be a social media manager well I always have been but like I've, I've never what I mean is I've never wanted to change that like I've always wanted to do it but actually as I get older and as my business grows I really love teaching people how to like achieve their dreams like I think that's really 
rewarding because as we all fucking know instagram is just a piece of bollocks and you just can't control social media and it's really disheartening when you know i put in hours upon hours of work and research and it goes into trend research and then like current affairs research and then hashtag research and then i've got to create the content and then it's got to be approved and then i do the copy you know and all of this and then it gets two likes yeah like yeah. it's so unrewarding whereas you know helping people actually make a go of making their lives better like that's and i think that's why i've enjoyed the event so much yeah because that's they tie in very they well they tie in like just to see everybody like i just i like giving people hope and like giving people tools that like it's actually not rocket science to start a business it's just you need to do x y and z and some people do like y z x like they do it in the wrong order and then they get confused like i really like yeah i really like that kind of thing i'll never be a full-time coach because as much as it does my head in i do love social media for all its flaws but who knows like in the future you might not be a full-time coach but that could be <laughs> business number well, two like, i do mentor a couple of like girls not in social media management but just in business because i've had quite a few people say to me like you've got your business you've got the podcast you've got tlc you've got the vintage rum jumping like how are you still managing to stay like afloat with everything and i think because i've struggled and failed so many times and now i've succeeded in doing all of that and i've been very transparent about you know my journey and into business and things like that i think a lot of people again like you say have seen my journey and seen me be like fucking up you know i used to work do you remember i used to work with whiteboards all around me and i used to write all my to-do lists and my whiteboards and things like that like i really that's actually really weird your business has changed so much since we first met yeah it really has that's actually so strange to think about and you know i used to sit and send my invoicing because i used to make my invoice on um google sheets and then i used to save them as pdfs and send them all and now i've just got stripe set up and it just sorts it all out for me and it's things like that and i think people have seen that and they've seen that i've managed to keep long-term clients and stay fully whipped and this that and the other whilst trying to struggle through everything that now people are like oh i, I want your help actually like i mm -hmm. need that so I am mentoring a couple of girls. I've got a really lovely girl at the moment who's, um, I mean, they're all lovely, but one who's particularly lovely, who's um, like a PT. And she's got like really like big, big dreams about where she wants to go. And it's nice because I get to sit there and help her set up Shopify and help her set up Stripe and yeah. things like that. So I, I actually think that's, in that, like, I know that's what makes me like the happiest is just mm -hmm. helping people. Oh, I'm like, I want to save the world. Like, I'm very much like that. Like, unfortunately, I'm like my mum like that. We're both very like, I want to save the world and this, that and the other. But I do. And I think if I can save the world, like, one businesswoman at a time, mm. then, like, selfishly, it makes me happy. Yeah, that's, like, priceless. It is. What's, what makes you happiest? Um, <laughs> Mine's a bit more, like, shallow. <laughs> Money. <laughs> conversation it's money <laughs> mine is creating products yeah but that's your creativity isn't it yeah and like you know a product what can take so long and you know i could spend so much money on it before it's even made a penny back like if i've got that passion for it i don't care yeah um you know like my glues like i lost a lot of money with them like I could have just sold them, you know. I know I could have sold them. Like I know people would have bought them if I just put them on for like a tenner. 
and I could have oh, like yeah. made money on him, but like, you know, I just wouldn't do that. So like my favorite, you know, like last year, you know, like people message me and they're like, "When's it coming back? When's it coming?" The amount of people who ask me, "When's it back in stock?" And then I'll release it, and so many people buy it straight away, and it's like, it sells out so fast. Like that makes me the happiest because it's like a sort of confirmation that what I, you're working on is a good thing. Yeah, and I've worked hard on something, and like people believe in it. And then, you know, yeah. the thought that we've tried it. And now it's like, I've had last of it for four, five months. And it's like, people message me all the time. Oh my God, I've just been using it. Like someone messaged me today, didn't they? Like, I've been using it a week. And they can't like, over that. Like, that makes me the happiest. Because it's like, yeah, actually, I'm doing something good with my life. <laughs> I think that's it. I think it's all about just like feeling like you're doing something good with your time as well. Like, I think that's just the like really rewarding to know that like actually you're spending time doing something. It's not even the sales because it could be that you make something for free. Like it's like a downloadable freebie. You might put like three hours in a downloadable freebie just to get people on your mailing list. But if people download that freebie, it makes you feel like, oh, actually. People actually care about what I've done. People care about what I've done. And I think you can't it, that again it's priceless i think that's yeah, the thing yeah. a lot of the things you do in business are priceless and you don't make money from but that it typically is when things aren't associated to money that's when it makes you happiest oh yeah definitely like, even when i started my brand and I had like three loyal customers like that that was just priceless like that meant so yeah. much same as where it does now like if i've got three or 300 like it's still it's the same sort of feeling that's what i mean and i think that's why that's what you've got to remember when you start a business is like just be humble like I know people that have grown you know huge followings and aren't humble anymore and are like oh well this person and it, oh, just like no matter how big I grow because I will grow like when I put the time into it and I be consistent watch me try to do classics right now this is just not working <laughs> but like you know when I do grow and stuff I'll never forget like the first people that follow me. Like I had somebody message me the other day and was like, I've literally been following you since the beginning. Like I've Oh yeah, them them kind of messages really mean a lot as well. Yeah. But I remember when she followed me. I remember I was sat on the sofa and I remember I said Jonathan, I remember she was my third follower. Like I remember things like that. And that was nearly two years ago. So, you know, you just gotta remember why you started. I think that's a huge thing. Remember why you started, what you wanted it. Like when I sit back and I think of like strive and when I first started it what I wanted to achieve that's not what I'm achieving right now and I need to change that mm. you know so you can get really lost in the moment and like you know you gain a new follower and you're like oh new customer but it's not that no like I just remembered then when you're just saying that like I met someone at the event who I knew were gonna come yeah and she's been buying from me since literally day one and like that to say that like three years ago like it was just so nice just to see her and actually say like thank you like thanks so yeah. much thanks for supporting me yeah and like she's still such a loyal customer like i don't yeah. you can't you can't put a price on it no you can't and that's that's what it comes down to is you can't put a price on on loyalty and happiness and sometimes people do yeah and i just think that's really sad mm really sad actually you know we don't we know why we do our business and it's for the right reasons 
It is. And I think sometimes I can get lost a little bit. Like I definitely feel a little bit lost in my business right now. And I think that's as a result of throwing such a fucking incredible event with TLC. I now need to sit and think like, you know, where do I want to drive to go? But I'll get there because I know ultimately I'm doing it for the right reasons. Absolutely. And that just can't be said for everybody. So if you're listening and you feel like that's not you, then fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've also thrown up today, so I'm feeling a little bit <laughs> that brings this episode to a close if you made it this far thank you very very much um it were very um honest it were very honest but like i've actually learned a lot from this episode and it's actually been nice to maybe go back and say something say some things what i've never said before but yeah it's been a good episode actually i wanted to say whilst we we're on this podcast we do want to start having like guest speakers and like start interviewing people and stuff so um follow our instagram that's business bitches and let us know who you would want to have right guys thanks so much for listening see you you. next one we've only got one more this year as well oh yeah make sure to tune in yeah do because then we'll be super consistent from next year absolutely Woo, okay, love you. Speak to you soon. Bye, guys.